0: Welcome to the second installment of the Metric Minute, brought to you by Vault Performance. I'm Karim Durkawi, and in this episode we'll discuss braking impulse, a key component of the eccentric phase. Simply put, it represents how much eccentric work is done from the instant a person starts applying the brakes to the lowest point of their squat, as seen in the photo to the left. Impulse can be thought of as the area under the curve, or in other words, the square footage of work completed. Braking impulse tells us two very important factors about the eccentric phase. The first is how much force is generated leading up to the isometric point. A larger braking impulse will increase the force at the isometric point, therefore giving a better start for the concentric phase. Power production and jump performance are directly correlated to concentric impulse, but we'll discuss that in a future episode. The second point to make about braking impulse is related to asymmetry analysis. By examining this aspect, we can see which side does more work to decelerate the body during preparation for a jump. This clearly has huge implications in injury risk reduction and throughout the rehab process. Landing phase results should also be compared for similarities to this kind of metric. The take home message is that breaking impulse sets the stage for the concentric phase and can give a great idea of loading preference asymmetry. Force decks can also make relative comparisons based on body weight. So we can compare between athletes, position groups, or before and after training and rehab interventions. For more information on this and other force plate testing concepts, please feel free to reach out to us at Evolve.com, the email listed, or any social media platform. Thank you.
1: The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have, whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives. Different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, you'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world. From everything, from career advice, to training modalities, to programming, there's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network.
2: Good morning everyone. Welcome to my first ever My Thoughts Monday. It is a beautiful Monday morning in Columbia, South Carolina. And today we're going to talk about growth. And I have a couple questions that I want you to think about right off the bat. First, how many of you would say that you're a different person than you were 30 days ago, even 60 days ago? And when I talk about a different person, I don't mean you learned something new or you read something. I'm talking about something at your core that has changed, that you're doing differently. And I also want you to think about in the last 30 to 60 days, how many books, articles, podcasts, tweets have you consumed? I know that might seem ironic because I'm currently speaking to you on a podcast that you're listening to. How many pieces of information have you consumed over the last month or two? And I think more importantly, how much of that information have you even remembered? How much of that information has actually moved the needle in your life? Whether it's changed something in your personal life, whether it's something that's changed drastically in your professional life, like how much of that has actually moved the needle? So much of our world right now is just about consumption. We're trying to intake as much information as possible. We have knowledge and access to information at our fingertips right now. We don't even have to try. And let me be clear, that's a really, really good thing. But at the same time, we feel this quest to consume, it's like an arms race. We feel like the more knowledge and information that we take in, that automatically equates to more growth. Uh, We compare ourselves to other people and wanna make sure that we don't have FOMO. We wanna make sure that we're never missing out on anything, we wanna make sure that we're seen as competent, we wanna make sure that we are, we have an intense desire to be liked and seen as competent relative to our peers, and especially other people in the strength and conditioning industry. But I want you guys to think about for a second, when we go to school and we do our internships, we learn about science, we learn about program design, we learn about all these things. We're taught what to coach. Uh, Many of us spend some time thinking about why we coach. I'd argue that many of us really haven't dug deep enough on that in the first place, but everything that we learn in school, and I'd argue that 90% of what we learn in internships is not what we need to do to be successful in our jobs. And I want you to think about some of the biggest frustrations that you have in your work environment, in your personal life. I posed that question to a group of professionals recently, and Every single person when they talked about their biggest sources of frustration were uh, getting buy-in or having athletes listen, Uh, changing behavior, difficult athletes, difficult sport coaches, feeling undervalued, uh, feeling like they are put in a box in their role and really being limited on uh, the perception of other people and and what they think that they do. Same thing with biggest challenges and obstacles. Every single thing that they talked about was in no way in relation to how much we know. Also when asked what people valued the most and what they cared about most in their lives and in their professional settings, it was somewhere along the lines of wanting to impact as many people as possible. It was about having more influence. It was about changing people's lives. Uh, And and I get it, some people just want to be strength coaches and some people love the technical aspect of what we do and that's why they're in it. Some people just want to be in their role and teach people how to lift, teach people how to hang clean, uh, get really deep into data and Excel files and force plate data and all of these things and sometimes we mask ourselves in that because that's secure to us that makes us feel good it makes us feel like we're productive it makes us feel like we are valuable so if we have numbers and we can show that our athletes are improving and ready to perform like that's job security for us okay but I want you to think about for a second you think about what you value most and what you want most and you think about what your biggest obstacles are for you personally And then also in our profession as well, what do we get frustrated with the most? I'd say for a lot of people, it's we feel like we don't get the respect that we deserved. We don't get paid enough. Um, You know, there's these perceptions about how we're supposed to act and and do our job. Uh, We're frustrated with professionalism or maybe lack thereof. And we think about, okay, how much time are we spending learning about programming, learning about science, learning about data, um, how, mu- how many articles are we consuming, and like, what is really going to move the needle most in our life? What is really going to move the needle most in our athlete's life? Like, How much time do you actually spend a day programming or on, behind a computer screen, versus how much time do you actually spend in conversation with people, interacting with people? trying to persuade or influence people. If you're like me, I would say 98% of my day, I spend worrying about the person that's in front of me, the people that are in front of me, how they're experiencing me, how I'm communicating and connecting with them. And maybe 2% of my day is spent thinking about what program we're doing. And I think that's, that's the problem. We love, and I'm going to get on a tangent here, but... Our field is riddled with insecurity. I mean look no further than strength coach Twitter, look no further than attending a conference and watching people walk around with this unauthentic kind of manufactured energy where we're judging everybody that we're walking around, we're looking at people's logos on their shirts, seeing where they work. Like if we're, and I think many of us would say we're lifelong learners and that we want to be the best at what we do and we really want to impact lives. If that's the case, like, if we're really, really true to that and really want to be the best in the world at what we do and for the people in our lives, like, those conferences in our field should be buzzing with this energy of, you know, we're these self-actualized people, uh, compassionate, kind, loving, and don't get me wrong, there are plenty of those, but the insecurities are always so much louder than, than that. So, Again, I'm talking about true growth here. I'm talking about how do we move our profession forward, but more importantly, how do you move yourself forward in a way that's actually going to be meaningful for our athletes? If we say we want these results, if we say we care about the relationships that we're creating, if we say that our number one goal is to prepare our athletes for life, I'm going to go out on a long limb here and say that spending majority of your time immersed in Science and how to program and monitor and X Y and Z and all this crap like cause it doesn't make that big of a difference Don't get me wrong. It's important. We've got to be great practitioners, but we've got to be better people for our athletes We've got to be able to connect with them better communicate with them better and i again you think about The frustrations and the problems that you have you think about any difficult relationship in your life, whether it's personal you know, friends, family, significant others, coaches, administration, athletes, okay, every difficult relationship or every problem or frustration you have in your life has one common denominator, okay, and that's you, and if we want to improve the situations, we want to improve our frustrations, okay, usually it starts by improving yourself first, so instead of, this is my challenge to you this week, instead of trying to read X amount of articles, or spend 30 minutes a day reading. Cut that crap out. Stop consuming. Start reflecting. What areas do you need to improve on the most? How effective are you really communicating and connecting with your athletes? How well do you really know who you are as a person outside of who you are as a coach? It became very obvious during this COVID period that strength coaches have a hard time with identity. You strip away the the weight room. You strip away the the place that we love, and we're lost. We're lost, and we are scratching and clawing for finding to try to find ways to add value and make ourselves or prove ourselves and keep our jobs. Okay, but take some time to reflect. Who are you? What do you? What are your beliefs? What are your attitudes? What do you truly value? And I'm not talking about some superficial bullshit like uh, value, uh, loyalty and respect and discipline, like dig deeper than that. Ask yourself some questions, like think about what lies at the heart of your insecurities. What are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove to other people in our profession? What are you trying to prove to your coaches and your athletes? Like sometimes we just need to like drop the persona, drop this facade that you know, we're the smartest people in the room and just like take a step back and reflect and figure out what is going to move the, me- the needle most in your life. And I promise you, when you do that and you start to shift your focus about from what I need to learn and, and what I have to do that day to, okay, who's the person in front of me and how can I connect with them better and be a better version of myself for them? Everything in your life is going to start to improve. Okay, so that's my challenge to you. I appreciate you listening. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.